All right, episode 11, Hard to Please with Eva V. Today I have my friend Van on. Say hi. Hey, how y'all doing? What's up? What's up? Um, You want to introduce yourself? Say, uh, yeah. introduce yourself to the chat. What's happening? What's happening, y'all? What's up, chat? Uh, Van, Van Ever Johnson, the, uh, the third here. How y'all doing? Also going by Fiji Venom. Also going by Fiji Fe- Venom. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. That is that is my moniker. That is my moniker. That is. I didn't know that me. was your Fiji name. I, I thought I'm, I'm pretty sure Smoke would have like told you, or maybe like Dean or somebody. They've called me Venom out loud before. Maybe I'm just not paying attention. Oh uh, yeah, it was like last last year. Well, last year I was inside. I was in the house. Ah, oh, true, 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 true. That's probably why. That's probably why. Sorry, go on, continue. <laughs> uh, you know, also known as uh, um, fuck. Hold on, let me pull out my fucking Instagram handle. I didn't know. I should have been prepared for this shit. Hold up, can't remember my Instagram handle off the top of my head. I know it's like my yeah, it's uh, V Everett underscore four one four E V E R E double T. So uh, it's good to be here. It's good to be here uh, tonight. Uh, this is my first time on a podcast, so like I'm, uh, I'm cutting my teeth on this. This is cool. This is really cool. Good. I'm glad you're excited. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, actually, you're the first one to ever share their Instagram handle on here, which I'm surprised that it took 11 episodes for somebody to do. Yeah. Which I'm, I think that that was probably the smartest introduction ever anybody's ever given themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got to. My social media presence is 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 rather small. I, I do like it that way, but like I'm not gonna lie, I'm, it's become increasingly obvious that just having a a, a solid presence on the internet uh, is uh, beneficial to, to 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 you nowadays. So I got to make that happen. Yeah, no, it definitely is beneficial. I mean, I don't know, thinking about social media from, because we're like the generation that like grew up, like we had both, you know, like the mm-hmm. pre-social media to like when it got big, you mm-hmm. know, and we kind of were like that threshold. And I think about too, like how much social media genuinely, it doesn't run my life, but it plays a very big part in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, somehow... I ended up a social media manager for multiple businesses like that somehow became my career which is cool and I love it like that's something that I'm gonna like keep doing probably um but have you ever like tried to grow your social media before like intentionally uh not really pretty much I I don't I really don't know how um my cousin was just telling me about this uh because if I want to like grow professionally as a performer and as an artist just like we're we're in 2023 going on 2024 it's everything is all everything is digital and it's only going to get to a certain point where like 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 everything will be either digitized or done solely on the internet in cyberspace yeah and uh i guess just having that presence on social media when you're trying to put out your own stuff is just it's becoming glaringly more necessary and that's a little scary that is that's a, i'm not gonna lie that is a little scary yeah uh because when i was coming up i was when I, when I was coming up when i was growing up as a kid like the the, the industry was like entirely different you would still uh i don't like let me how, how would i put this like uh the threat the threshold for getting exposure or networking or getting notice was not did not rely on the internet yeah. to succeed and i don't know I, I was still growing up at the time where everybody was doing that that's how people were getting work that's how our actors were getting work that's how voice actors were getting work yeah. that's how writers and producers and everybody in the business that's how they were getting work and it just changed like that within like 10, 15 years. At less. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's, I guess that's scary, but you have to, uh, you gotta adapt. You yeah. gotta adapt. Well, cause I, th- I think about like, I mean, just to wanna like grow your social media, you have to like consistently be like making new content. Mm-hmm. Like whether you're putting it out at that moment or not, like you always have to have something in the vault. Mm-hmm. And you have to be consistent, which is it's hard to do. And that's why I think so many people have to take like social media breaks. Mm-hmm. And I, I've i never I've taken a break from like Snapchat. And when there's like a lot of like just really bad things going on in the world, I'll take a break from Twitter. 
but I've never I've never had the chance, like especially since becoming a social media manager, to like take a break from Instagram, right? Which is hard. I've yeah. taken a break from TikTok. I've been forced to be back on it now, yeah. but um, it's just like crazy to think about. Because I mean, okay, so I met you in 2016. Mm. And that was like the year of like the SoundCloud rapper era. Yeah, that was that was that was. I don't want to say that was the peak, but that was it was it was getting to the peak. That's the like SoundCloud when era. like like it was like Uber everywhere and like Lil Uzi yeah, was, that was that was Minnesota and then yeah, Love, 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 Love is Rage one yeah. yeah that was the, the good times the good times right so going, going right on. and so like I think about I feel like that was a very like pivotal moment for artists that are trying to get out there because it became very apparent like during that time that like you just need that one person to recognize you that mm-hmm. one person to post you on their story to, I mean you know how like Khalid like send me your right. look at him you know how he got popular right like how he got big because Kylie Jenner posted his song to her story and then mm-hmm. he blew up overnight okay yeah see there you go I mean yeah yeah you're right you're right you're right that it does it sometimes it, ju- it does take that one like little thing. That, that that's I guess that's the luck part of it, right? Though, uh, yeah. But yeah, you're right. That does also come with because not everybody who's popping on social media has like like a niche. They they're not everyone has like this like they're not all you know music artists. Mm-hmm. Like they they don't all have this like talent. I mean, some girls are just popping on social media because they're pretty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So it's just like it's crazy to see. Like from when we were younger to now. I mean, when we were younger, people would just post like random shit on their Instagram and now mm-hmm. it's like curated content. Like yeah, people it's, like it's thought effort like goes it's, into it's pure consumerism. It's yeah. It, it, uh, it, you know, you know what's crazy? I can't even re- really remember like a time like the time when like it was kinda like that. Where uh where Instagram would now it's just you're right. Everything is curated content. Everything is I mean like, there was a time when you could only put one picture at a time on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And now it's like you have to have a dump. Like if you go on a trip, you have to have a dump. Yeah, multiple pictures. Just yeah. one is And like it, it has to be like of multiple like you have to you have to capture the whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Which I think is cool. It's like it I feel like it brings out like doing dumps or like I've been lately I've been making like collages on like my Instagram like stories and it is cool to like sit there and piece all that stuff together. But I, I feel like it can get like very overwhelming. Oh no, hundred percent. Uh because at that point, everybody, even if you just by having an IG page, you're just branding yourself. Yeah. Even if you're not like an artist or a brand or doing anything like that. Uh, and that's draining because you're not a brand, you're a person. And this yeah. is just supposed to be like a platform to connect with people and, you know, show what you're doing with like the best quality type of picture. That's what it used to be. But yeah. now it's just... It's 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 capitalism on a real. Uh, oh yeah, for for sure. Uh, and it, it's working. It's doing exactly what it's designed to do. But that's not necessarily. Uh, it's definitely not. It's definitely not healthy. Uh, oh no, no, definitely not. I wouldn't. Mm, I wouldn't go so go so as, as so far to say that it shouldn't be the way forward. Uh, for people for how people express things creatively and how people like want to like market themselves yeah i get i guess i don't know i'm not i'm not really sure uh i'm not an i'm not an expert by the way (laughs) (laughs) to anybody listening i am i am this is 100 percent an opinion piece but um yeah i don't i just i don't know i'm not sure where this is all you know headed the next stage of social media and regulatory shit on the internet yeah Uh, because i mean you think about it like when i'm going on a trip i'm gonna be looking up on social media where to go i'm gonna look up for like you know like i mean google and yelp and all that shit is great but i'm gonna go on social media because i want to see where people are posting i want to see like the best because those are gonna be the raw reviews Mm -hmm. you know or i'll when i serve um at my job on like weekends like people will pull up the Instagram mm. to see what right. they should order. Mm. And it's just like, it really does run so many aspects of our lives. Like 
that's how I find out about events. That's how I find out about, you know, shit going on in like our city, other cities. I mean, it's literally when a big like world event happens, I run to Twitter. Mm -hmm. Immediately I run to Twitter. The world's most trusted news source. It it is my most trusted (laughs) news source. Well, what I love about Twitter though is what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I I love how we all like collectively stuck to calling it Twitter and not X. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm not doing that shit. Pale edge lord <laughs> wants to call it that jesus christ no i i i appreciate twitter for the comedic relief when things happen like like the submarine when the submarine happened mm-hmm. twitter was popping exactly when things happen twitter is popping mm-hmm. but definitely not a tr- the most trusted news source but you can find you find out shit immediately on there mm-hmm. Like that's how I found about found out about uh, the Damian Lillard trade mm-hmm. was Twitter immediately I saw it. I oh yeah, like, yeah, all the, all the breaking you know? news will will definitely hit Twitter first. Yeah, uh, as it should. No, no, I mean yeah, yeah. Uh. But I don't know. It's it's weird to think about trends too because I mean okay, like going back to the submarine jokes, those lasted uh-huh. like three days. And then we were on to the next thing. The Trump, the like mugshot, a couple days on to the next thing. I don't got a lot of this. I mean, are going on for a while. You'll see, you'll you would see them still, but mm. it was like it wasn't. It didn't consume your whole timeline. That's okay. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know I, what I mean? I you, but I um, no, but it's like crazy because then you see like the trends. Like okay, what we were just talking about earlier. Um, you right now it's like spooky season, so everybody. I mean, obviously, you want to get all your spooky season activities in, but you see shit on social media that makes you feel like you need to, like, you got to hurry up, you got to, you know, get your mm-hmm. content, do all that. Like, it's over. Right. I, I guess um, I, I, that might, I guess that thing, that's only for, like, older folks, like adults, yeah, young adults and adults, because, I don't know, we don't really have time to really partake in all, like, the, uh, you know, spooky Halloween activities that we used to do as kids. Like, we just had school and then we'd probably, what we do, I don't know, what, what did I do? Like, uh, I just go over to my friend's house, like, playing leaves or, like, eat candy yeah. and watch Halloween specials. Or, like, when you're a little older, you play zombies until midnight and just get really, just, like, shit-faced off a of Mountain Dew. And For real. <laughs> just, like, Halloween stuff. But, yeah. uh, but you, so you went to a haunted house this weekend. Yes. So, but you said it wasn't worth the money you spent. It was okay. I'm not. I'm not like disparaging it in any way. But uh, it was. It was a good experience. I'm just not. I'm just saying that I wouldn't have paid fifty bucks for it. Yeah. So like, what? What made it bad though? I've I've never been to a haunted house. Like, uh, like the like, I'll say the haunted houses weren't the haunted houses were bad. The haunted houses were fun. They that they had their jump scares. They had the the uh, the aesthetic going pretty good. So it was a, it was a good time. It was the escape room that. Uh, that wasn't really up to like to par, and I guess the axe throwing. There was like other stuff too. Like, I'm not gonna lie, the escape room was uh, it was like I because like there was like other stuff you could uh do in there. They gave you like little paintball guns, uh, so you could like like shoot like the little like scare actors and the uh kind of around the corners and shit. It was it was fun. It it looked fun, and it was in like this huge like maze like in which we got lost in for like a little bit, but we got our way out. But uh. We couldn't even uh, use the guns anymore because one like kid sh- like shot a scare actor in the face. Oh, so like all the. I'm sure he was living his best life. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he was. But his then, friends all probably thought he was the shit. Yeah, then then he fucked up the escape room for like everybody else. But uh, it was it was good. It was good though. Uh, otherwise, like maybe I guess I'm saying maybe maybe I would maybe I would have had more fun. I got there earlier because by the time we like stayed there to close close at eleven, it was cold. Yeah, I was a little chilly. Yeah. I may be being a little harsh on that, but I st- I had a good time. I had a good time. I just I don't know. I can't I can't do haunted houses. I don't like I, spooky season. It's whatever to me, honestly. All I right. don't think it's a supreme season. I think that it's it's just the like prelude to winter. And, okay, okay. But and, when you say like spooky season, you're just talking about Halloween, though, right? I mean, yeah. Like the. I would say like mid to end September when everybody starts to be like, oh my god, like spooky season, right. like you know, like they act like it's already happening. Right, because it's, it's going into October. Yeah, I think it's not. I don't like it. I don't know. It's and okay, it's the best season to dress for. I will give. I will give spooky season that. And yeah. doing Halloween, you know, I used to do my annual Halloween parties mm-hmm. until 
what happened happened then I, <laughs> your, your, your baby no um i was gonna i was gonna say the um remember the last halloween party the the drama that ensued when dean I, didn't win best costume i, do, I don't remember what me and kendall actually. me no okay we'll talk about that not on the podcast okay, okay, okay. <laughs> i don't know if i need that to be public uh information um but no, yeah, like that part's fun. I just, I don't know. Maybe now that I have a kid and like doing trick or treating and stuff will make it a better season. Yeah. But I, I don't like scary movies. Yeah, that's fine. A lot of people don't. But everybody, I feel like during this month, they just really they try to push me to watch them. I mean, yeah, because it's it's fucking Halloween. <laughs> but uh, you don't have to just watch uh, like scary movies. You can watch like. Uh... Halloween Town or Goosebumps. You like Goosebumps? It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> See what I mean? Like I don't know. I, I mean, Goosebumps is not even scary. It's it's not that it's it's just I'm I like summer. Summer is my season. Okay, no, I know this. A bit of spring because my birthday, right. but mostly summer is that that season was built for me. Mm-hmm. The rest of the year can I don't really give a fuck. No, I'm just kind of. I literally think of the rest of the year like as like literally an interlude mm. between the next summer. Right, right, like right. that's like the plot, and everything else is just filler. Okay, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. No, no I, I get it. I mean, I, yeah, it's right. But people just like like different seasons. There are people who genuinely prefer when it's snowy out or when it's cold, like like yeah, they think like winter. That's so. They, that makes no sense to they, me. They're, it's insane. But this is America, right? I, I, I'm pretty sure we're in America. They can, they can, they can like winter. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of America, so you just went to Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was well, it was a couple months ago now. Yeah. It, 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 when it, did you go? No, it was April. It was April. Okay. Yeah. Like April. So yeah, that wasn't that long ago. So where did you all go in Japan again? So we landed in uh, Tokyo first. Uh, my brother got there before me. I got there last. And our friend, uh, who was living in Australia at the time, he w- came up through Vietnam. And then got there. The you first have friends day. in Australia? No, he's <laughs> no, he was like our man. That'd be cool though. I was like, what? Uh, he's like our childhood friend uh, growing up, and he was like living in Australia at the uh, time, okay, just like bartending you. and shit. Gotcha. And oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I was. I'm a cli- I was jealous. He was. I forgot where he was. I think it was like Melbourne, something like that. It was. It was somewhere nice. But uh, yeah, so he got there first. Then my brother got there, and then I got there last. So we landed in Tokyo, and then stayed there for uh, one night. Uh, and then we went to Kyoto uh, for three days. That was like the first leg of our journey. And we, man, Kyoto is so goddamn beautiful. It's like completely surrounded by mountains, and it's like, like there's not just uh, there's like a little district, yeah, uh, in the city called the Gion District. That's where all like the traditional like architecture is. Like literally, the whole neighborhood is like 19th century, uh, like Japan. Like even like the tiles, the streets are fucking like i'm talking you could like eat shit off the streets yeah. it's in- insane how clean they were uh and uh, that was when the time we went to the uh the bamboo forest and the view from the mountains is the most beautiful thing you will ever see in your whole life like, i believe it. i want to go to japan so bad that's like my number one place i want to visit oh yeah how, lo- how long did you stay there we were like uh we were there for like 10 days so yeah first leg in uh first day in tokyo how long was the plane ride 13 oh, hours my fucking God. i would literally need to get prescribed something to sleep because oh, i yeah. can't i i hate i've been going on planes since i was two years old mm. i i mean younger actually but I, I get so like motion sick mm-hmm. that like I if I'm not asleep it's gonna be a rough ride for whoever's next to me. Do you, so you do you get sick on planes? Do yes, sick? I like, get like sick time? every time. Okay, and it doesn't just end, like the sick doesn't just end when I land. Like it's a couple hours after because uh, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. how bad like my head will hurt. So it's it's so bad. So like. Obviously, if I was gonna fly like overseas, like it's different. But it's crazy because I asked, I told, I, I, I told him, I'm like low key, I want to just like take like a, a a Xanax and just like conk out for the whole flight because I can't, uh, I can't sleep on a plane uh, 13 hours all the way. Like no way. I I think I slept one, two maybe two hours after like my in flight meal, but. No, I can't. I'm. I can't get comfortable on the plane for that long. So I was. I was awake that whole time. 
Uh, it wasn't that bad though. The, and the flight back was shorter. The flight back was like eleven hours. Yeah, I, I when I was younger, I flew to um, Germany, and yeah, the flight there was like two or three hours longer, and the flight back, it was just rough. I, no, yeah, I bet from like Europe to the U.S., I bet that's a shorter trip. Yeah, I don't remember. I was like thirteen, so twelve or thirteen, so I don't really yeah, remember. You don't remember? I don't remember Germany? how long the I remember being there. I don't remember how long the plane ride was. I oh, forget okay. a lot. Like I dissociate like a lot. Okay. But no, so back to Japan. So like did you experience any of like the nightlife? Did you guys is there any oh, like crazy I, shit that you saw? Uh not like su- not like super crazy. Uh I think the last like the last night we the last night we the like the night before I had to go, uh before I had to go home and they were going further south. Uh, we went to this uh, club that played exclusively hip hop. Because uh, there's a, there's a bunch there's like a fucking million different clubs in Tokyo that you go to, and Tokyo is so huge. It's bigger than New York, yeah. which I did not know, and I didn't really like get it until we were like literally weaving through like on a freeway, and there's literally like a forest of buildings around us. Like it's insane yeah. how fucking big Tokyo is. Uh, but yeah, the last night we were, like, I was in Tokyo, uh, we went to this hip-hop club, it was crazy, they played great music, they played, like, Japanese uh, rap, and, uh, like, all-American, uh, like, hip-hop, it was, it was, it was great, like, and that's another, th- another thing about uh, clubs in Japan, like, everybody smokes inside, there's, like, a smoking section, and, yeah. like, almost every bar, or club, like, like, everybody smokes inside. There's so. places in North Carolina that do that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was so, so, so like Japan. Yeah, so it's like uh, so like once it got a little like more after hours, it started getting a little rank because people like was always people smoking cigs in there, and it wasn't like a separate area like from like the dance floor. It was like mm-hmm. a couple feet away from the dance floor, like separated by like a fence. That was a smoking section, and uh, I think we stayed till like five a.m. Uh, like the, the sun was definitely coming up, like when we were taking the taxi to our Airbnb home. Uh, and people like five like, a.m. Yeah, like five a.m. Jesus. Uh, I wish bars in Milwaukee would stay over that late, but oh, man. We, that would, would be there yeah, would be issues. There would be riots in the streets. The, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it would. People would become a problem. It. it would, I it mean, would, shutting the bars down at like two two thirty is like, I. I mean, it feels so early, but I also know that if they even because like Chicago, there's bars that stay open till four, mm. and if we did that here, oh my fucking god. I bet we could. I bet we, could, I bet we nah. could do three. Maybe three. Uh, we could do three, probably. Probably yeah, not yeah, everywhere. I mean, Lucid can't be open to no three. Nah, I wouldn't want Lucid or be Trinity. Open three, Go but Brady. F- I feel like Brady Street could be open till three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People Brady, have, well, Brady's a lot of foot traffic. True. Yeah, people. It, it gets a little weird after two thirty. Honestly, gets, after two, it gets really weird. <laughs> I, I was being nice. It gets, <laughs> dude, in the summertime, oh my god, it gets weird you as you ain't, fuck. You ain't tell me. I literally live right there. It gets I, I so hear it. fucking weird. I almost saw a bum fight the other day. Like he, this white old white dude was like calling, like calling like this other, like this other like homeless dude that like people know. He's like around, like people yeah. know him. He's he's cool though. He's yeah. like calling like the n word like really loud over and over and over. And I thought they were about to fight. Uh, but yeah, no, it, the east side in general, after a certain hour, gets. Oh my god, did I tell you about? Uh, a couple weeks ago, me and uh, 2K, we we ended up, we were at Lucid. Well, mm. everybody was at Lucid, but we were like, I was like, I'm about to leave because right. it was boring. Right. And he was like, oh, like, let me get a ride because he was going to go to Birds, which is mm. right around the street from mine. Yeah. And we left and so we pulled up to McDonald's, like the one on North. Right. And when I tell you, uh, the guy ahead of us got out of his car and literally upped Cannon on the cashier. Oh my god! And they start yelling back and forth. Whatever he gets back in his car, drives off. We pull up and we're like, "Yeah, so, so, so try to, somebody try to hold up the McDonald's." Well, so up. listen, so that's not the first time I saw that happen. But listen, so we pull up. Tell me why. So we were like, "Y'all good?" He was like, "Yeah." Or it was a it was a, it was a girl. Um, uh-huh. she, she was like, "Yeah." He just mad because he didn't have enough to cover for all of it, and we oh wouldn't give it to him. Oh so we told him he had to pull off. She, oh and we were like, and he pulled a gun God. out. You know, she said she was like, "Yeah, motherfucker tried to pull a gun on us. Like we ain't got guns in here too." Oh, I was like, shit. "This is the most Milwaukee thing." I was like, 
here's here's my ten dollars. <laughs> hey, I'm glad I'm glad to know that they are like protected up in there though. I mean, of all Mo- like Milwaukee McDonald's, like I think that's one of probably the the hottest ones. I'm not gonna lie, that's probably one of the hardest working ones. See, there's so much traffic over there, and yeah. it's literally right next to uh, UWM. Yeah, UWM uh, Common Housing. Well, and it's also like the closest one to like where all like when all the bars get out. Like mm-hmm. that's the closest one that's open because the one that's further down on North, like when you go by like Sixth Street. Oh no, yeah, fuck that. that one. They close because they know better. Yeah. They literally know better. And yeah, no, fuck that one. Every time I've been to that one, it's been a bad experience. I'm not gonna lie. There are, there's, a, there's, not a, there's not a lot of McDonald's on the north side that I really fuck with anymore. Hold on. Because fuck the one. Hey, yeah, 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 the motherfuckers at the McDonald's at fucking Midtown, man, y'all need to close that shit, man. <laughs> y'all, that, I don't know how y'all niggas is still in business. Terrible. Just Zero out of ten. Dude, I think about this all the time. Somebody somebody said, if you want Popeyes in Milwaukee, you got to go to six locations to get everything you need. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to go wait an hour at Miller Parkway. Oh, no. The uh, Popeyes by Cesar Chavez, right by the bridge, uh, that Popeyes actually is really cold. They, they get all your shit right. They get all your shit right, but it takes a long ass time. Oh, really? Last time I went there, it, dude, they gave me all my shit, and they were like, "Oh, your fries are gonna take a second. Just pull up." And I pulled up, and it was like twenty minutes later that they brought the fries out. Okay, yeah, that that's a while. I've I've never had to wait more than like ten minutes at that. To be honest, they're not prompt. I think about okay. If you want when if you want Popeyes. You gonna want it out out of out of Milwaukee. Right. That's how I feel about Red Lobster. I was literally thinking about. I was like, Red is, is Red Lobster good in other places? Because it's not good here. It's honestly been a while since I've eaten at Red Lobster. Every time is a bad time. Really? Yes. Every time you've been to Red Lobster. Every time. It's not always that it's the food. Sometimes it's the food. Really? It's usually the experience. Oh Jesus! Like by the staff or the or the customers, or both. A little bit of both. Oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so I, I'm like, I need to try Red Lobster out of state, and I actually, every time I'm on a road trip, I get Popeyes, because it's just better out of state, Yeah. but I don't know, I, I love fast food, no. that's, I didn't have, I didn't eat meat for five years, and so like now- You, you did used to be a vegetarian, did you? Like die hard. Yeah. Like for five years, I did not touch any, like- I wouldn't even let like if we were at a cookout, I would make people put my Impossible Burger on first so it didn't mix with like the meat. Welcome back to the light side. Well, okay, listen. (laughs) But then when I was pregnant, I really craved a McChicken. Right. So now I I don't I only eat chicken and seafood. I don't eat any other meat. meat. No red meat. No. Oh yeah, my mom does that too. But once in a while, like like I'll take like a bite like if I'm out and it's like oh like you want to try this like sure but yeah still once in a while yeah yeah still eat red meat just in moderation. I mean I don't. And that, I'm yeah, saying, that's cool too. I'm saying once every like two months. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying about moderation. You don't have to do it like all the time, but yeah, you eat chicken and uh, uh, what was the other one? Fish. Yeah. Yeah, chicken, fish, no pork. No. Oh, yeah, I don't eat pork at all, actually. Uh, you don't. You don't like pork. No, I just don't. I no. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um. That's all I'm like. What I really need to know, learn how to do in moderation, is drink. No, yeah, I feel that. Because you've known me for years, you. Yeah, you been getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you be. Yeah, you be getting. You, 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 you be. You be getting. Damn, up. but at least I know how to hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Um, no, but I wanted to talk to you about the Milwaukee like rite of passage. Like, there is one. There is one way that you are. I feel like one correct way to get like birthed into the right Milwaukee party scene. And what you gotta do first is mm-hmm. you got you gotta go to a basement party. You gotta go to a couple basement parties. Are they still does that is that still it's a still thing? a thing. It's still a fucking thing. Really? We're just too old for it now so we don't hear about them no more. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause think about it. You used to like, you know, if Friday night Friday, Saturday you get the yeah, addresses. Yeah, just look on your snap and you say Yeah, everybody's there's certain people you know to hit up for addresses mm-hmm. and then you just go and you walk around and you hit them and, and then you, you got you gotta go up and like see those people and then you'll like talk to right. them and get their mm-hmm. info and then you'll get like Right. It's, Usually it's you don't know who the fuck the house is. Mm-hmm. Oh no, never. I'm ever actually. Yeah, ever. Actually, wait a minute. No, that's a lie. I think once or twice I knew whose house. I was. mean, the only f- houses I would know is if it was like a Fiji party. Yeah. But it was near. Yeah, it was never their crib. It never. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they was running them. Then they were. Yeah. They were getting them popping. But yeah, that, I'm not gonna lie. That was low, the, for me. I felt like it was the. I, and I feel like the like the like the generate like the generation before us would would say the same. I feel like we had the best 
like era of house parties. I felt oh, like we did, I felt like we did that shit right. Easily. It was it was like a it was oh my god, it was a time to be alive. Mm. Like you like you would start going when you're like sometimes 17, but 17 18 mm. and you'd be hitting the parties and there was a different vibe. Like there was like the UWM like parties mm. that like those you know there were the basement parties they were the ones where it's it's gonna be a mix of everybody right. there was like the super east side like uh edm type parties where mm-hmm. people would have djs like they would be having yeah, like a full whole, whole dj setups. set like yeah those were cool weird vibes though there was often just a lot of there's a lot of weird yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of, of people weird. doing a lot of drugs that i did not need yeah, to be seeing at 18 too. yes know, like, a lot of weird dudes to be showing up at edm shows no shade to EDM right people, and then you had your north side basement parties which were <laughs> and east side basement parties well yeah but i'm saying the north side ones were different true true, true. they were just you i mean there's gonna you gonna get patted down at those oh, i mean yes that's mandatory <laughs> um no because so you start off with that mm. And then there's just kind of this, like, I feel like there's, like, this middle ground where you start throwing your own parties mm. or you start attending, like, just friend parties that aren't basement parties. They're still parties. Mm. And then you turn 21. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the bar. And then all of a sudden, you just never go to a basement party again, I feel like. I feel, I feel that. I mean, I was still, like, 20. I was still, like, 22, 23 I remember I was 22. Somebody invited me to a basement party, and that that was the. I remember just being like, "Why the fuck am I here when I can just go to a bar?" Right, right. That was the time when you figured out, yeah, this is cool. Like it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot in here. It's sweaty. Remember we used to make bets about how long it would take before Ransom took his shirt off. Yeah, Jesus Christ, and it always happened. It always happened. Sometimes immediately. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of, I kind of miss uh, Ransom uh, ba- basement party. Ransom. That was a, that was a good. That was, that was a good, good era. era. Yeah, that was yeah. a good Ransom era. But uh, maybe my favorite one. <laughs> But yeah, uh, and yeah, the, that was the time where you you were figuring out like, why am I standing? How you're sweating, and like I'm wearing my nice shit, and I'm leaking. I smell like I got weed all in my hair and sweat and must and my, the, the bottom of my shoes the is dirty. The fights at those parties used to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we were never involved in them, we mm-hmm. just were got to like watch. Oh yeah. Uh oh my god. Wait a minute. Let me see like, if I can find it on my phone. Like it is sliced. such a Milwaukee like rite of passage to be at a Milwaukee party that's getting like like the police are showing up so you gotta run through the alleyways mm-hmm. and everybody's just scattering that it was so much fun it was the adrenaline <laughs> it was the it was right. the, that was the one time that you felt alive the whole night for real it literally was the best part of the night was running trying to find the car please tell me I still have it in my phone hold on it's from like a, it's from an east side party uh, and I forgot who was I think it was two females I was fighting what? Wait uh, <laughs> what? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Uh, come on! I, okay, I gotta really, I gotta scroll really far back. Um, yeah, no, and it was like a common occurrence too, like to have like somebody's gonna just like shoot a gun in the air to get everybody to disperse. No, yeah, okay. it was it was a, a terrifying way to get everybody to disperse, but it worked. I mean, yes, the, I, I would I would say that's pretty effective. Did you see though that they took the the swing park down? Wait, what? They took the swings down. What are you talking about? They took the, the swings, swings away? have been removed. And the, like the sand pit too? Well, it looks like they're doing some construction, so I don't know if it's just for the construction, but they removed them before the construction started. Like, right. Dude. I mean, we can't have nice things. I'm just going to say that. Dude. Because that place is notorious for shootings. Damn, dude. I know, because that was also another like rite of passage was like going there and smoking with your friends. Oh, and just chilling on the swing. Like getting a bottle, like yeah. Bridge. Right. The first couple times I ever like went out like with friends in Milwaukee, like eighteen, like that's where I went. Kinda sad now. Yeah, no, it's depressing. It's funny though because Julia, so uh well Jack. Jack moved here. Do you only call her Jack? It's like her alter ego. (laughs) Is Is she always Jack? She always Jack. I love when she's Jack. <laughs> um, so Jack, when Jack, because Jack moved here back in February, and I remember it was probably like March or April, and we were hanging out, and we were just like drinking like at my house, and I was like, oh, like we should go do something. Like, have you ever been to the swings? And she never had been to the swings, mm. and I'm like, you just moved to Milwaukee, you've never been to the swings. So I'm like, we're gonna go. And Angel was like, I don't think y'all should go. Like, you know, it's been like dangerous over there at night. And I was like, the last shootings, it's been like a couple months. Like, we're good. Right. Van, as we drove up, <laughs> the police were literally 
caution taping. Oh, oh like, god damn it! <laughs> like it just happened, and I was like, okay, so I guess Spoke we that shit into existence. We'll we'll go to the Hone Bridge instead. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's the same, but I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, no, that was like another rite of passage in Milwaukee. Oh, definitely. And now it's now it's fucking. Yeah, over. I can't even imagine uh-huh. being. Like eighteen, nineteen, and like here now, it's got to be such a different, like vibe. I'm okay. So I'm working right now. One of my jobs is I work for uh, uh, a college coaching a college coaching group, and I'm like I'm in South Division right now, like working with some kids. And like one of like the things I got I talk about is like uh like oh like what uh what do you like to do in your free time like mm-hmm. uh well like what do you like to do like other side school and work and like a lot, I'm getting a lot of answers like they just like be on the internet be on like social media yeah or like some just like listen to music but but they give me like usually just the answers like I just like be on my phone be on the internet and like that's I I don't know I feel like that's I'm seeing more kids just. Saying I'd rather just sit here and be on my phone, and t- ten years ago, like my grandma would talk to me, tell me and BJ, oh, you're like addicted to your phones. Woo woo, we need to get up off them. And at the time, I was like, man, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know, you ain't on the internet, blah blah blah. Just like mouthing <laughs> off the bullshit. But man, she was, she was right. She was, she was, she was so right. Uh, like, don't get me wrong, I am, I am so chronically online. Mm. That I know it, it's definitely bad for my health, but also like when I'm around people, it is one of my biggest pet peeves when people are on their phone. Mm-hmm. I, I, and when I'm like waiting for shit, like I can't just sit and scroll. Like it literally hurts my mind to scroll for too long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know how it would be to like to be like a high schooler right now and whatever, like everything that's going on. That sounds. Oh yeah, well, yeah, just everything going on in the world. Uh, I don't know. Just post. COVID. Post, post Shit sounds rough. Post twenty sixteen, just every that's just when like the paradigm of being a high school student that shit just changed. Yeah, no, me graduating in twenty sixteen was probably the best thing. Yeah, that was that was that was that was just when everything shifted. Speaking me. of twenty sixteen, you know what I've been thinking about? Hmm. Remember the clowns? Yes. I want to talk about the clowns. Okay. Who the okay. fuck was behind that shit? Random, Honest guys, r- ran- random motherfuckers. Like, cause that was when the first it came out, right? That was like a year before the first it came out. Wow. Like they were just like, pr- yeah, yeah, because it, uh, it came out like 2017, uh, and that was when they were doing like the like the press and like, oh, it's like the remake, of it, uh, and like motherfuckers. I think people were just like buying into the hype, and motherfuckers were just like going around dressed up as clowns and shit. Cause uh, that shit was insane. I damn Y'all motherfuckers were crazy. Looking back on it now, that's not even the craziest thing that I mean, would have happened. You're right, but also, oh, like, yeah, the, it, with hindsight, yeah, it's it's insane. That shit was wild. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. They had knives. Yeah, knives. That's 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 menacing. That's ex- exactly describe, what menacing is. Describe what you think the people who are doing the clowns look like. Uh, like not like not in their clown makeup because we both know what they look like under the makeup. I did. <laughs> Man, oh, why are you doing it? Probably man? some somebody named Kyle. Start there. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I, I'd say there really, there's a, definitely at least one Keith in there. There could be a Keith. Uh, probably some Mountain Dew addictions. Mountain Dew, some Mountain Dew addictions. Checking all the boxes, huh? They they probably are saying the N word when they're playing Xbox. Just they just, just mutter, muttering it. We know exactly. Who, we know who is behind the clowns. <laughs> you know, know what? Now that I think about it. We could pick y'all motherfuckers out of a crowd. <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all getting high. We knew. We knew it was y'all the whole time. We knew it was y'all the whole fucking time. No, I missed 2016. But I don't think... Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's like... Everybody says that that was the best summer. I think 2018. 2018 was a good one. Yeah, 2018 was a good summer. I think... Uh, that uh, was the Meineke days. Yeah. Oh, man. Those were good days. But uh, I think... I think like folks our age, like yeah, folks like like ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven babies, po- folks that were like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen in twenty sixteen. That was just like the time where people were just like we're coming into our adulthood, coming into our womanhood, our mannishness, uh, just like growing as people. And I don't know, it was just like the perfect time for that to happen. I don't know the clowns. No, not the cl- <laughs> not the fucking clowns. These. <laughs> 
come, come, coming coming into our adulthood. You fucking oh said, yeah, you, you did just say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, maybe it was. It could have been. Could have been Harambe getting shot. It could have been Donald Trump getting elected. It could have been. Yeah, what the fuck has been the past ten years for us? It's been a wild ride. Yeah, I've also been talking to my grandma about this too. Like, kind of ties into how. Uh, being a high schooler has shifted coming up in like these times and just like digitization of everything just like every threat that we face uh, as young young people as young Americans uh, is existential to a certain extent I Uh, agree and like like folks like my like my mom our parents generation or our grandmother's generation they dealt with like they dealt with bad shit they were like like Vietnam the Second World War like Jim Crow uh, the Cold War all, apartheid all of that shit this, this this is different this is like every there are so many things there are so many things uh, in our world right now that could just devastate us and. I don't know. It's it 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 change it changes the way you think. It changes the way. Yeah, you I feel things. like it. It's like like mental warfare, bukkake. <laughs> <laughs> like I just feel like I'm constantly getting hit with new information, and it's not always. Ma'am. It's usually not good. Ma'am, <laughs> were, were, were you just waiting to use the phrase? <laughs> Mental. What no, was that, it? Mental that warfare, really Bukaki. That yeah, that just came to me at this moment. <laughs> and I'm kind of proud of it. If I'm being honest. Well, well, well done. I'll, I'll give that a nine, a nine out of ten. A nine out of ten. Yes. That's the name of this episode. No, I cannot put Bukaki in the the title of this episode. <laughs> you gonna send it to, to your mom and be like, listen to this podcast I was on. She's gonna be like, what the hell? Well, yeah, we'll put we'll put the parental advisory label on it. <laughs> can, can can you do that? Can you put the, like, I don't the know. I mean, considering what my cover art is, it should probably already be on there. I should add that. Mm. Um, yeah, no, but I do feel I feel like it's it's constant information, constantly. At, it's at all of our fingertips at at every moment mm-hmm. in time, and that's why I enjoy like with Twitter, like the the comedic relief that comes with it, the memes that come with it. It's mm-hmm. fucked up, right? Like a lot of it's like the. Boy, I saw it was a video of uh, a baguette flying into two identical Eiffel Towers. So I'm I'm sure you know what that they meant by that, right? Like that's that. It's insane the things that people come up with, but it sheds some. I mean, it doesn't shed light. It just you know. No, no, you're right. It do, it def, it definitely sheds light. But yeah, that's like the that's the crazy. Uh, duality of the internet watching a you know democracy and humanity collapse in real time but hey there's like there's there's funny shit and uh like you know just like to the internet is one of my favorite places but i think of the the way i think of it now is uh, do you remember that episode of the fairly odd parents the Mm -hmm. internet episode where he was like running through all the web pages and stuff yes like unlock that memory really Uh quick that's uh how i feel like the internet is Ah, but it's like social media is like that oh uh have you ever seen bo burnham's inside Nope. His, his special. Oh my God, there are ve- there are very few. I, I don't throw around the word masterpiece a lot. I try not to, because it's, that that word should really only be reserved for like a couple pieces, uh, and a couple like people to have the title masterpiece. When I when I saw that shit inside, it perfectly encapsulated everything about the pandemic and everything about where we were at the time in one special he did the he did he wrote, wrote it directed edited shot produced entirely by him on once it's 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 literally crazy it's so great and it's and sometimes when i feel like i'm watching it I so I can't. Sometimes I feel like is he being honest with me? Was he really like going through the shit that he was going through while he was like making this? While he was because he did this in isolation, like during the pandemic, okay. and then put this out. Uh, but at the same time, is he just like in character? And that's why I like he, it's so well done. Like like Bo Burnham, if you ever hear this man, you should be extremely proud of what you put out, bro. That shit is amazing. If you have if anybody who hasn't seen that shit, Bo Burnham's inside. It's a masterpiece. Watch it. The laugh too is pretty fucking funny. And you're, honestly, you'll you'll recognize it too because they took a lot of sounds and off it for TikTok and shit. 
Do you think the pandemic had to happen? Had to happen? Absolutely not. No. And what I mean by that is not like obviously we didn't like people didn't need to like that. You know what I? Okay. Mm, No, 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 no. go go, go ahead. I mean, I just feel Mm. (laughs) like okay again. Podcast is hard called hard to please because I feel like I am. Um, I just feel like we didn't we didn't we didn't need to be inside. I might get crucified for saying that, but I just don't think we had to be. Like for how long? I feel like that two weeks was cool. Two weeks, like well, like in what March? I'm saying is, listen. So when all that shit was happening, and then Coachella got canceled, and Vanessa Hudgens was extremely distraught, <laughs> and she made that video that got her, I mean, quote unquote, canceled. I mean, she yeah, wasn't I don't canceled, but that shit. right, no, she was just like she went, she took this video, and she's like, I mean, people are gonna die anyways. We might as well be able to like do what we want to do. Oh, yeah, she she shouldn't have phrased shit. it like that. But what I'm saying is, I, in a way, I agree because I think that. Like, I no, we should have stayed longer for two weeks. But what I'm saying is so many businesses had to close and mm. like they closed indefinitely. They couldn't pay the bills. They couldn't mm. keep the lights on. Yeah. So I'm just saying we should have hit a moment that summer, like the summer following like 2020. So mm. I'm maybe like September. Mm. We should have hit a moment where it's like, OK, people are going to be able to make people should be able to make the decision. I If I want to go out and mm. put myself at risk to catch COVID, that's a me thing. To close businesses and to do all of that. I understand why they did it. I'm not saying that Mm. it didn't make sense. And getting that unemployment check was one of the best moments of my life. But, and obviously it's like a lot of people were getting really, really sick, dying. That part all is bad. Yes. What I just feel is Mm -hmm. we were still out at the bars. Yeah. We were wearing our mask, but then what? You wear your mask walking down, like walking into a restaurant, but the second you sit at the table, we take it off. Like it just, yeah, it doesn't that, make sense. And I think, I think that's, uh, that's the thing. Um, if we, I think if we had better leadership at the time in our government, we, we could have done that earlier. Well, Business could have. The way I see up. it is people are still getting COVID the same way they were back then. We yeah, just, we just live nah, in. Nah, 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 hold on. That's the thing. They not the same way back then. Cause people were catching it back then. People were dying. Well, I mean, is they're still get, people are still getting COVID. Yeah, but not dying from it because people Correct. are vaccinated. They're not dying, but also like the you know the hospitals, like the nurses, like they're still being overworked. Like that back then, they didn't know much about it. Oh yeah, we yeah we knew nothing basically. But what I'm saying is, is like I could go out, I could go to a concert right now and get it, mm. and yeah, not get sick because you're vaccinated. Right, but I was back. We got vaccinated pretty fast back then. Eh, like what, when did the vaccine? Come? I got I got vaccinated in March of 2021. Wow, did it really take that yeah. long? No way. Yeah, honestly, it should have taken like longer because it's a fucking I vaccine. I felt like the vaccine came out like immediately. Am mm-hmm, I, am no. I just, is, it was all a blur, really. No, yeah, it was, 2020 was. I just, blur. what I mean by obviously, their precautions should have been in place. I yes. agree with precautions being in place. I agree with yeah, like, and that's the, the thing. Mask. If we had that, like when we were we at, had that, when we were at the protest, like mm. everybody was so adamant on wearing the masks because we were all in this like place. I remember everybody being like pretty much masked up at the protest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying that everybody was advocating for being masked up because yeah. we were all in this place together. It was for a cause, so we oh, made it yeah. a thing to mask that's an, up. That's another thing. I don't think people would have stayed inside because of, you know, the, the protest. I'm just, what I mean is, I don't think that, like, the whole essential and non-essential business, like, that shit wasn't fair. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. I get that. I get like, that. Like, when, when it came to what the government was doing, there, like you said, it should have been yeah, better. Yeah, we, we were depending on them to declare what was essential or not essential yeah, and what work was Right, so what I'm saying is like telling like these places that they had to close when like people were going to go. Mm-hmm. People would have spent their money there. They didn't have to close. Like yeah. that's what I mean is by like quote unquote the pandemic didn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean it had to happen. Like the, the pandemic didn't have to happen but precautions had to happen. I'm just and saying. They, yeah, and they didn't happen. And that's, and that's what we got. Right. Yeah, but it sucks. I feel like I did not execute that thought correctly. No, 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 it's okay. I think you just wanted to get that off your chest, right? <laughs> no, I feel like no, Yeah, it was I, rough. It was rough. I think that, like, a lot of very, a lot of things came of the pandemic that wouldn't have happened. If it, if it hadn't happened? Yeah. No, like, yeah, a lot I, of, I, like, I feel that too. cool, like, art, a lot of cool, I mean, comedy, a lot of, Yeah, some like, of the best music. art is born out of suffering. And, so, yeah, like, a lot of suffering. a lot of cool shit happened because of the pandemic. I just, 
I don't know. Like there's there's businesses that close that I I liked going to that closed because they couldn't stay open because of mandates that were set in place that I mm-hmm. think just is really shitty. Yeah, it sucks. I'm so gonna get canceled. <laughs> no, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, like we all we all we all got our grievances about the pandemic and what should have happened and what didn't happen and what could have happened. Should like hindsight is twenty twenty. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Like it's it, it's over now. We can't do shit about it. We are we we're, we're 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 here now. We're here now. Yeah. No, that shit that shit was wild though. Mm-hmm. And no, I can't even imagine like going to school during the pandemic. Like going, being a student. I mean, I was a student in college, but like a marketing student. But yeah, yeah, you, you were taking online classes too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I was still finishing up uh, my degree too, or like the last little credits that I needed but to. But like, I'm I can't imagine being like a high school student. Oh or no, like yeah, that's a insane. student like uh like in med school where mm. you have I mean it, that's there's a lot on your plate or like a law school student and then all of a sudden to have to sh- like make that shift mm. and not only mentally have to like because you have to mentally make that shift. But everything in your life is changing at the same time. Like I can't even imagine going through that. Yeah, when I was t- I was t- when I was TAing, uh, twenty twenty one, uh, in October. That's when they like uh, unilaterally decided to like make all like learning, uh, virtual again. Uh, it, it, you could you could see it in their faces. You could tell that uh, this. this, this like this did not work because I was uh, doing theater education at the time as well and theater education is very specific in a way where the curriculum is very like face to face oriented like it's it's theater it's really hard to make like and at the time we were teaching a musical about the Titanic which is in, it was, uh, insane but uh, it's, it's, it's so almost impossible to like make that shit engaging and exciting through a screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that shit, that shit was hard. I, 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 I fell for them every day, every day, every day. God, I could not imagine. I could not imagine. Yeah. I'm glad that I didn't have to, like, I mean, I was literally doing like marketing classes, which I feel like post, like like March 2020 like they realized like mo- all marketing classes should just be online because mm-hmm. the way like it was so hard to find an in-person one after that um so yeah well I mean I think that's all I got for today how long have we been going oh, we, yeah we about an hour in alright 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 uh yeah 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 we should uh, yeah well, let's wrap it up I know we both got you, you gotta work tomorrow no oh, oh. we have a meeting tomorrow oh that's right all right. Well, thanks for being on an episode of Hard to Please, Van. Of course, of course. Do you have any signing off words? Uh, nah. Just good, good, good night and good luck. Hold your loved ones tight. Get your money. It's gonna be a cold winter. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So just be good out there. Love each other. All right. Um, mental warfare. Bukaki will not be the name of this episode, but it should be. <laughs> Anyways, this has been Hard to Please with Evavi. <laughs>